Hi, everyone. If you've been following this, you might have noticed that episodes three and four are, well, quite some time apart. Episode four has been written and mostly recorded for a while, but 2019 was really quite a year. Instead of a normal previously on choices recap, I'm going to do a summary of the story so far. Here we go. The story begins with Edgar Vale, an investigator who was contacted by Orla Wispin. Orla is worried about her friend, Robert Blosser, who has gone missing. Robert used to own a company called Bouncer Outlet Association, BOA for short, but left the company in the hands of his friend and second-in-command, Terrence Miller. Eventually, Edgar schedules a meeting with Terrence and learns that, despite leaving the business, Robert still has many strong feelings about it, and the direction where BOA is heading caused a few unpleasant conversations with Terrence in the past. Edgar also learns about Michael, Terrence's son, and Franklin, Michael's friend. They both work at BOA. While visiting the diner where Orla and Robert often eat at, Edgar was approached by Gail, a friend of Robert's. During that conversation, we learned that Orla and Robert were actually a couple. Following this conversation, Edgar found himself speaking with the cook at the diner, who only went by Lou. Lou informed Edgar that before his disappearance and before he left BOA, Robert might have come into a lot of money. And he got this money from a location that was previously owned by Patricia Newsham, a former client of his. Patricia Newsham is currently at Cooperland Correctional Facility for some financial crimes. Edgar tried to get information from her, but with no way to do her any favors, the conversation went nowhere. On the way out of the facility, Edgar received a phone call from a stranger, saying that Patty will help him out. If Edgar does a job for her. That's the story so far. And now, episode four. I was trying to stall this conversation a bit as I went over the pros and cons of pulling off a stunt like this. If I messed up, I'd have a lot more to worry about than just trying to figure out what happened to Robert. And who knows how Patty would feel if things went wrong. I'd lose a powerful source of information. This, this was just too big a risk to take. But if I didn't go through with this, who knows how much longer it would be before I could get a lead like this one. One way or another, I would be risking something. Fine. Okay. I'm in. Tell me what I need to do. My name is Edgar Vale, and you are participating in Choices. The mystery caller went on to tell me to pick up a package at a certain address and bring it to Cooperland Correctional Facility two days from now at 11 a.m. Also, when I picked up the package, I would get more instructions on what to do. This seemed like some basic errand running, but that wasn't the frame of mind I wanted to be in. Oddly enough, I wasn't too concerned about what would happen if I got caught. I was more concerned with what would happen if I failed Patty. 
I was so caught up in this gathering of information, I didn't even stop to think how Patty or her mystery caller got my phone number. I wish I had more time to look into this before I said yes. Shortly after I got off the phone, I sent Dorla a text saying I was in contact with Patty and that I hoped something good would come out of it. I didn't want to share too many details, especially because I didn't want her to get involved at the moment. Not too long after, she tried calling me, but I didn't pick up. And it might be confusing as to why. She is my client and I am working for her. I know I was considering waiting for her to get back to take a look at Robert's apartment, but... I wasn't going to wait. I was planning to get in on my own. Hi, I have a meeting with Mr. Stone. So I actually didn't have a meeting with Mr. Stone. I called the day before, well, not me, a friend, and confirmed that he wouldn't be available that day. While the receptionist turned to look at her computer, or phone, I didn't catch what screen she was looking at, I took a detour and head towards the mailboxes. Judging by the number of boxes, it looked like there were two apartments on each floor. Robert's apartment was 5B. I couldn't take the elevator, you needed a keycard to access it, so I tried to take the stairs that were right by the mailboxes. A couple of minutes later, I was on the fifth floor, blocked by a door. I should have figured that. I would need a keycard to get in, and for that, I would need Orla. Or something else. On my way back down the stairs, there was someone at one of the mailboxes. They were opening a mailbox for the apartment 5A. Um, hi. Uh, how are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm sorry to ask, but do you know Robert Blosser? Excuse me? Sorry, I, I should introduce myself. My name is Edgar, Edgar Vale. I'm an investigator. I'm trying to speak with Robert Blosser, and I haven't been able to reach him as of yet. Um, yeah, I know Bob. Um, yeah, well, I was looking for some information about him. I just want to ask him some questions about his business, or rather, his old business. Oh, his old business? Yeah, uh, BOA. It's a bouncer. Yeah, um, I've I've spoken to Rob about it. Um, so he's passed all of that, and and that part of his life is over. Uh, and I don't think it's something he wants to talk about. Well, I'm not investigating Robert again. If that's what you're worried about, I'm actually helping a friend of his. Uh, okay, who? Um, well... Yeah, I don't think I can help you. All right. Her name is Orla. Uh, she's Robert's friend. Mm-hmm. And um, what does she want to know? Well, Robert hasn't been in touch with her for quite some time now. And Orla, she's worried. Oh. Um... Yeah. And I've been looking into this for Orla... You know, she's been out of town, so I've only been able to communicate with her every so often, which is why I'm here. I was hoping to speak to Mr. Stone, but I think he's busy. But I actually think speaking to you would be extremely helpful. Um, okay, well, how can I help you? So, well, I'm sorry, what is your name? Um, Millie Brown. Um, call me Millie. Oh, great, Millie. Well, first off, 
Can you tell me anything about Robert or rather anything weird that might have occurred over here? Any issues he might have had with people? Um, how long has Orla been trying to find Robert? It's been a bit now. I, I don't have an exact amount of time, but it's long enough to have her pretty concerned. Okay, well, I know Orla. Well, I'm, I'm, I've met Orla. We've spoken several times. Um, and, yeah, she's really sweet. And her and Robert are really nice together, a nice couple. Has she mentioned anything to you, Orla? Uh, no. No, she hasn't. Um, but then I don't really see her and, unless she's with Robert. So, um, yeah, I, I don't really see her outside of, of that. But but that's not to say that I I don't like her or anything. Um, yeah, she's she's really nice. She seems nice. Uh, we just don't have any like reason that we would talk if she's if yeah if Robert's not around. As the conversation continued, I could feel Millie getting increasingly nervous, as if she believed I thought she did something wrong. I didn't, and I wanted to avoid making her think that. Let's circle back to um, BOA. I, mean, I know you said Robert was past that, but. You know, when speaking to some others, it seemed like it was still a big part of his life. Yeah, well, there's there's no real way that he could ever, like, fully move on from it, I think. Um, it's, I mean, it's his company. And he built it up and then handed it off to someone. And, well, he's it, only been away for it for, what, like, a few years now? Yeah, you know, I, I did speak to Terrence, you know, the new person in charge. Has Robert mentioned him to you at all no no he's never mentioned no well i guess you know if you don't mind what did robert talk about then i mean with you uh do you mean generally or about that bouncer company yeah generally like you know what did he speak about generally um, well, I mean, he never really talked about his past or, or any of that stuff, but he's he's really into his furniture business. He's super into furniture making. Um, and he's he's quite good, really. He, he actually um, made my daughter's desk. Oh, really? Yeah, and we're both really happy with it. We absolutely love it. Um, yeah, and Robert seems to really enjoy making furniture. And I, I, I don't I don't know if he was happy working at the bouncer company, but he's definitely happy now. Do you know if he actually uh, makes a lot of furniture? Uh, honestly, I don't really know. Um, but, oh, yeah, I think he has a website. Yeah, he's definitely mentioned it a few times. Yeah, 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 I saw that. Um, it didn't tell me much, uh, but, yeah, it looked great. Do you, people show up here to pick up the furniture? Um, I haven't seen anyone. Yeah. Oh, I guess it would be difficult to operate out of here. Yeah. Um, like most of the time I'll see Robert in our hallway upstairs. Uh, and, and that's only if I'm paying attention. Um, but Nat says she sees him quite often. Oh, uh, Nat? Oh, yes. My daughter. Oh, oh, how old is she? She's 11. Oh, that's... Oh, I'm sorry. That's uh, that's my phone. I I have to run. Thank you. Thank you for your help. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't be any more help. Oh, please, please. No, don't don't apologize. But do you think we could potentially follow up? Uh, you know, there's a lot more that I would like to ask you. You know, only if you have the time. 
Oh, yeah, I, I really hope Robert's okay. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, here, uh, I have a card. Take my card. After Millie gave me her card, we walked outside and parted ways. I really wanted to speak to Millie some more, but I had other obligations to attend to. Or rather, a, a job. During my talk with Millie, I received a message from a mystery number. The message read, it's time for Patty's job, followed by an address. It was a full day earlier than what I was told by Patty's mystery caller. I texted back saying I thought tomorrow and was told in reply, it's been moved. When I asked if I could have another day, I didn't get an answer, so it seemed like I had few options. I hopped on a bus and head to the address texted in the phone. The GPS had me about an hour away, so I had plenty of time to mentally prepare myself for whatever I was getting into. About an hour later, I got off the bus, then walked to my destination. It was a coffee shop called Midnight Cafe. Every last Friday of the month, they have musical performances starting at 12 a.m., which runs for about three hours, though I got there before the music started. I ordered some tea and a small sandwich and took a seat, waiting for someone to show up. Twenty minutes later, nothing happened. I got a refill on my tea and looked around, but no one approached me, nor did I see anyone I thought was my contact. I finally sent a text to the mystery number, letting them know I made it. Finally, 40 minutes after I got there, I received a text message saying, okay. Just, okay. I text back saying, now what, but didn't get a reply. Another 10 minutes go by, then another. I send a few more texts, but still nothing. It's finally 12 a.m. and a musician starts on their guitar. Meanwhile, I'm on what feels like my fifth cup of tea, too afraid to go to the bathroom because I think I'll miss my contact. Am I being tested? I feel like I'm being tested. And I can't leave or else I'll miss out on important information. There are other things I could be doing instead of waiting here for one of Patty's people on the outside. Other real work, trying to find out what happened to Robert. I needed to figure out what to do next. Should I leave the cafe and follow up another lead? Should I wait around for another 30 minutes? Or should I go to distance and just wait till the cafe closes?
that's it for episode four. Sorry for the long delay between episodes three and four. But anyway, head to choicespodcast.com slash vote to vote on what Edgar should do next. The voice of Millie Brown was played by Minkent. You can find out more about Choices on the website choicespodcast.com, including the current soundtrack for season one. Thanks for listening and see you next episode.